0: Everybody, this is Barbara Graver and I'd like to welcome you to the November episode of New Age Catholic and in this episode I'm going to talk a little bit about a movie I saw last week. My original plan was to talk about uh, Dracula, the movie versus the book and maybe I'll do that uh, next month or the month after but I decided I wanted to talk about this particular film just because I saw it recently. It kind of made an impression. Uh, the name of the movie was "Prey," P-R-E-Y for the Devil, and it built itself as a movie about exorcism and a Catholic exorcism, and involving a woman exorcist. and And some of the things in the movie were kind of expected. I think uh, there was strong emphasis on the unfairness on of the fact that a woman cannot be an exorcist and. There was no mention made at any point that this is an issue of church authority, not discrimination. They compared, you know, nurses and surgeons of the past and how now women can be surgeons and how now women should be able to be exorcists. And nobody, even though there were a lot of priests and a lot of nuns in the movie, nobody said anything about authority. And the reason that women can't use the right of exorcism in the Catholic Church is because the, the rite of exorcism is a sacramental and only priests can do these certain kinds of prayer. This wasn't always the case in the church, but it's the way things are done now. Priests do the rite of exorcism, lay people don't. And again, this is about having authority from the church. And the whole idea of it is not that women are inferior, but that Christ was man and that his disciples were men and that this is the authority structure of the church. And in fact, the entire Bible that authority is passed through the priesthood, going all the way back to the apostles, and that demons recognize this authority. It's effective against them because they know that a priest has the authority, that he has the authority to administer the sacramental, and a non-priest does not. So it's not that women can't be exorcists. It's that no one but a priest can be exorcist. A man who is not a priest is not qualified to administer the right of exorcism either. So so that is just totally glossed over in the movie, which I expected. Some of the stuff I expected, you know, they talked about the Inquisition and all the women who were drowned in the b- baptismal fonts and, and a couple things. And there were a lot of sort of false statements that was said at one point that teaching women about demonology is against all doctrine, which is just made up, um, They had the one priest saying that the rite of exorcism is the revealed word of God, which, of course, is not true. And this was the thing about the movie Pray for the Devil that really impressed me is that it was subtle. The way they did this was subtle. If you heard me talk about Midnight Mass and a couple other TV shows I watch where the anti-Catholic stuff is like, you know you're bludgeoned with it over and over again and it's very explicit this movie was planting seeds it was making suggestions and I thought that was kind of interesting it was almost like they were making the suggestion that there was a correlation between evil and the hierarchy of the church I mean certainly they made that the explicit claim that the hierarchy of the church was just plain foolish but it, it also was suggesting that it was evil in a couple different places and one point they made over and over again, and this kind of goes along, I think, with sort of woke ideology, was that the woman, the sister and the nun, was a better exorcist than all of the, the males, all of the priests with all their training. She was naturally a better exorcist. And she claimed that we should set the right of exorcism aside, and that faith was what mattered, and that the reason that people had to deal with this, it, w- it was even said the demon preys on the most devout because our guilt is the deepest. So this is all about guilt. Trauma was mentioned several times. At one point, Sister Anne was given the book *The Body Keeps the Score*, which is a book about internalizing trauma. Uh, so it was just kind of, kind of chipping away at the idea of good versus evil. I think in this, and there were no sacraments in the movie whatsoever. nobody went to confession before they took on Satan nobody received the Eucharist nobody nobody had anything to do with any sacraments Uh, the only thing was the sacramental of exorcism which of course was completely useless and the men couldn't do it like only sister Anne could really help people because she understood pain and the need to forgive yourself and all that so I thought that was interesting and so one of the things they thought was like kind of a subtle you know almost subliminal thing was they had this theme in the story that any of the exorcism cases that could not be handled uh, at this local local institution would be transferred to the Vatican from which which was the place where no one ever came back. And there's this one scene where the girl they're trying to save is considered terminal there's i there's the possibility she may be sent to the Vatican to die or be tortured or whatever happens there the sister answers, what could I do the priest says you could pray well she doesn't pray what she does is she goes uh, to the secret library in this institution and she slips into where only the p- male priests can go and she reads these documents that are seem to be very creepy and scary about what happens to these people who are sent to the Vatican Is as if everyone who's sent there is mistreated and dies. And, And all of this is kind of subtle, and that's what I think is interesting. So a lot of the stuff was expected. The girl power stuff was expected, and the kind of ineffectiveness of males and ineffectiveness of priests was kind of expected. But one thing I didn't really expect to be, like, kind of planting so many seeds without explicitly coming out and saying these things. And I kind of felt like this movie sort of shows. To me, it kind of shows that the the powers that be, the powers of the world, are a little bit concerned about the way people look at the Catholic Church in terms of exorcism. I don't think there are too many things left that society as a whole thinks that the Catholic Church can help with, but I think exorcism is one of the few uh, that's left where many people feel that if you have a problem with being possessed, you have a problem with the devil, that you need the church, and it's kind of one of the last things left, all, and this, is, this isn't the first movie that's been made about this, certainly, but it does really seem to be focused on undermining the authority of the church in this. It's saying that the ritual is ineffective. It's saying that priests shouldn't be doing it. It's saying that it's really all about guilt, to devout people feeling guilty, and it's suggesting, too, that there's the evil, actual evil, not just ineffectiveness, but evil having to do with the Vatican. And, and it's done in such a subtle way, like just little seeds planted. And one thing I thought was really, really interesting was at the end they had at the credits. You know, stayed and watch the credits. And at the end they had um, different images. And of some, I think, were of papers having to do with the Vatican and weren't really explained. But one thing they had... Uh, page of the Bible and they had highlighted part just part of Matthew 12 24 and what they had highlighted is this man cast out by Beelzebub you cast out Beelzebub and I think this was a reference to the church and the exorcists and they left off the first part where of the verse where it says but the Pharisees hearing it said this man casts out Satan by Satan and, of course, Jesus said a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So they even kind of misrepresented that. And and like I said, they didn't really come out and say it. I mean, the anti-Catholic stuff, the obvious stuff was there, but the subtle stuff was very interesting, I thought. And I think it's important to kind of keep an eye on media and uh, keep an eye on what is being put out there in media because – you could think that this movie is just, like, you know, kind of anti-Catholic. It's, like, Catholic but with a girl power kind of thing, but it's actually not. It's actually trying to chip away at and undermine many aspects of the faith <laughs> and plant a lot of seeds, and almost subliminally, which I think is kind of, kind of concerning. To me, it's kind of concerning. So I just wanted to mention this of the movie, and I, th- I think it's important that we, we track stuff like this and be aware of it and ask ourselves why it's being put out there and what is uh, people are trying to accomplish with it and there's definitely agenda there's definitely messages kind of planted in this stuff that susceptible people will pick up on so so that's it for November and uh, next month I'm not sure what I'm going to do I might do something kind of Christmas oriented or I might just do Dracula because that's that's interesting too the difference between the movie and uh, the book is interesting and kind of telling. So that's it for now. I'll probably put a little more about this on the blog, uh, a little more detail, a little more systematic than what I've presented it here. I do not recommend the movie, but if you're going to watch it, I think it's good to be aware of these points when you do and to look for it. And it's, it's interesting. I was the only person in the movies, and I went by myself. I just wanted to go, and nobody else really wanted to see it. And I was the only person in the movie, so I was able to take notes on my phone, which was great. You know, I wish every time I review a movie, I'd be in there alone. But um, it was a little weird, like watching a horror movie, the only person in there. But it gave me kind of the ability to really focus on on what was being said and what the agenda was. And it's, like, it's concerning, I think. So that's it anyhow for November. And uh, I will be back next month. Uh, topic to be announced and I did want to also update I, I've kind of moved everything I was blogging on a separate website and I have kind of moved everything onto my main website Barbagraver.com. I mean I still have the Etsy shop that's a separate link but you can now get to everything from my website uh, my blog my media everything I do you can find on the website so please do check it out if you're interested and I will see you in December and until then, this is Barbara Graver of New Aged Catholic, and may God bless us all.